3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Vegas, are you with me out there? Welcome to the Chet Buchanan Show.
2: There's so many things happening all at once. T minus 35 hours, go, nights, go. Game one of the Stanley Cup final. I am continuing to call upon the mayor of the great city of Las Vegas and the Clark County Commission to ban (laughs) all Panthers. Until we'll figure something out with Palo Verde. I'm not sure how we handle that yet. Yep. I think we just get them to to say, "Hey, we're not we're not being Panthers for a couple of weeks. Like we're cool with them. that's fine. There's yeah, got to be a way around it. Like I'm not getting you. To, I'm not getting getting you to turn on your alma mater. I'm just <laughs> saying that maybe we just you know suspend eh, the Panthers. How we just you know kind of de-emphasize sure. Because those are the only Panthers that I could think of that we need to worry about. But everybody else, I want to ban on all Panthers in this town. That's for, fair. And some cougars. You know what I'm saying? Is that a designation as well? Do some of those, do some of the cougars slip into panther territory? I don't know. I'm sure there's something. Sure. I don't know. The Chet
1: Buchanan Show. I listen in the mornings on 98.5 KLUC.
2: So Kayla is certain that I have now just given all my information over to some sort of scammer.
5: Because you texted some random number back, did you have any sort of like text chain with this person before?
2: Scary spivey. Okay, (laughs) that's funny. From no, from no, uh, from a number I don't recognize. Okay, so you
5: get this random text that says, "Hey, buddy, how are you doing, buddy?" Hope you're doing
2: good, buddy. Shout out anytime when you have a minute, buddy.
5: And this, okay, so right there, the double buddy. I'm like, you're literally texting back some random number, and they're and they're gonna take all your information because that's what I've been told. Yeah, you're not supposed to answer random phone calls. You're not supposed to text back random phone calls.
2: Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but it turned out to be Gary Spivey.
5: Prove it. Have what? him hold up a newspaper with the date or something like that. I don't know, but have him prove it because no, I'm California telling you
2: he's coast. like Coast. He's got a speed, he's got a burner account still don't when, while it. he's out there in Ohio <laughs> doing, his, doing his deal. By the way, if you've missed the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey, like we've missed the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey, the plan is to do what they call a go live on the Odyssey app. Yep. So here's what you have to do. A- and by the way, What's the other bonus to signing up for the Odyssey app?
5: Oh, the more you listen, the more chances you have to win. In this case, we have Taylor Swift tickets to give you. And not just like a pair. Like, it's four tickets for you, three of your friends. We're going to fly you to L.A. to see both shows in L.A. It's like a four-night stay. Plus, you get a Taylor Swift signed guitar. It's a lot,
2: dude. Yeah. So, literally, just download the Odyssey app and and then sign up so that you can get notifications and whatnot. And then, uh, and then you got a chance for the Taylor Swift. And then uh, I believe this uh, this coming Thursday we will do a go live at 9 a.m. with the world's greatest psychic Gary Spivey. Okay. And and the deal is is then you can just you'll see there's there's ways that you can just join in. It's fun. Like we'll just have one big group grope on the radio (laughs) and it'll be awesome.
1: The Chep Buchanan Show. Here's why you should give the Chep Buchanan Show another
2: 15 minutes. Good feeling stories of the day. Oh, I get a good feeling. If you're a medical professional and you're on a flight, do you somewhat have an uh, an obligation to remain sober? Yes, I would think so too. Kinda.
5: I would think that you would want but- to because it is so isolating. Is there a
2: doctor on board? Yes, but I'm hammered. You <laughs> know no, It wouldn't turn out. It wouldn't turn out well. No, the reason why uh, a nurse. And her boyfriend were were flying home from the Bahamas, and they got pressed into action, and and so I would just, you know, uh, there's nobody else. Sorry, uh, it's we're the, <laughs> we're the only ones. I just took a shot. We're the only ones it all turns out well obviously because it's good feeling stories of the day next the chet
1: buchanan show real funny and 100 las vegas the chet buchanan show on 98.5 kluc it's just
0: a great way to start a day
2: good feeling stories of the day oh, sometimes i get a good Brought to you by Mike Menon, Diamond Jewelers, the diamond and wedding ring store. The only thing that would make this story better is if they were coming home from their honeymoon.
5: That's very true.
2: Speaking of Mike Menon, Diamond Jewelers, the diamond and wedding ring store. Hmm. (laughs) See what I did there? That's your fancy DJ tie-in. But tell us the story.
5: Uh, There's a nurse. Her name is Emily Rains, And as you said, flying home from the Bahamas from a vacation with her boyfriend, who actually was a former nurse as well. They ended up saving another passenger's life, of course. Yeah. Um, the guy collapsed, literally turned purple. But they kept doing... I wonder doing-
2: why. You know what I mean? A heart yeah. attack? What a- that's I- crazy. I'd imagine something like that. crazy.
5: But they kept doing CPR until he finally came back seven minutes before they landed the flight. Um, and they got a bunch of high fives, I guess, from other people sure. on the board. Honestly... While the f- high fives are nice, that airline, whatever it is, should offer them like free flights for the for next life, year or something. Forever. Yeah, forever.
2: No, really, for, honest to God, forever. Um, yeah, where's the joke there though? about, um, you know, they had to revive the guy and then get him in his upright and locked position uh. and strap themselves <laughs> in and whatnot. A lawyer in Indiana recently lost 140 pounds. That's good. Um, a lot of people, I mean, and, and that would, there's more to it than, than just that. I mean, that's nice. But you know, a lot of people have have certain motivation, certain um, insp- a reason, inspiration, inspiration for yeah. such things. This guy lost 140 pounds because he wanted to pursue his childhood dream—not of being a lawyer, but of being a professional wrestler. Uh, and he's been going around in the uh, you know the Indiana wrestling minor leagues sure. as a wrestling lawyer uh, his name is uh warren c freiberg the third esquire his finishing move is called the closing argument
5: that's very I, funny
2: we, we, there's some audio it's real bad <laughs> you know it's talking about like an open and shut case it said they use every cliche you think these are bill- billable hours you know while he's taking a beat and whatever last month they went ahead and pushed the storyline for him, and he ended up beating another wrestler named Meat Hooks, and <laughs> uh, and got himself a championship belt. Which I don't know why I just I couldn't love that any more than I it's do. It's awesome. It's a good feeling. Stories of the day brought to you by Mike Liman and Diamond Jewelers, the diamond and wedding ring store. Oh,
1: sometimes
2: I get a good feeling.
5: The trip you can't show.
1: Las Vegas is waking up with the Jeff Buchanan Show. Weekdays from six to ten a.m. on ninety-eight point five KLUC. So
2: I don't I don't know how I feel about this. I I, I'm I'm mm, right out of the shoot. It's bad. Oh, okay. Bad, bad. How do we feel about people who are jogging through a cemetery?
5: Ew. I don't think I've ever seen that before.
2: Sorry, and I was busy with something else, so I have I'm, I'm not. I don't have the email but, in front of me.
5: But if we're just going first blush on that subject alone, I would say no. Try to picture a cemetery and someone just... I mean, are they, they're not, I'm assuming they're not jogging across the plots and all that stuff. They're no, just the, the no, trails and on stuff. The, yeah, on the... The pathways. On
2: the pathways that go through. And I get it. It's It's beautiful and there's grass and there's, you know, and we're in the middle of the desert... And all of that, I just can you jog through a cemetery?
5: Why do you want to? I would just think that would be bad. Because they want to. Yeah.
2: Because the same as it's the same reason why you would jog through a park. Why would you, you know. I mean that part is that part do you need me to explain that part?
5: No. I just feel like I don't know, I don't want to be surrounded by dead people.
2: (laughs) Sorry. Well, obviously that would fix itself, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. So do you have to, so you're, I, no, I I'm, think it, I think it's disrespectful. I don't, I don't think that's the place for that. I think certain places I, but you know what? I feel the same way about people who ride, you, you kids get off my lawn, but, <laughs> but I feel the same way. Why do people ride their, why do people ride their bicycles on the sidewalk? You know what I mean? Like you've got a bike lane right there. It happens in my neighborhood all the time. I live by Gardens Park, which, sure. is, which is right off town center in the 215. And you'd be shocked how many times my wife and I have to squeeze over to the edge of the sidewalk because we're on the sidewalk. It says it even in the name. And there's a bike lane. There's a bike lane right there, but there's people grown adults.
5: I hate to say it. I'm I'm a I'm a sidewalk biker, but what I are do you get, doing? I know. I recognize Why? that it's bad okay, and I get can, out of it when I realize I'm doing then it.
2: Then can we get rid of the bike lane?
5: Yes. I, I'm not a fan of the bike lane. Honestly, I prefer to, drive, to do it on the sidewalk. Well,
2: let me go. Then let's go back to the original subject. Are you riding your bike through the cemetery? No, God, no. Well, okay. Then you, why? Then why is it okay to? Is it okay to jog?
5: No, I agree with you on that. I didn't think of it from the perspective of like being a little disrespectful, but I, I I think that you're totally right. Like imagine you're running through there and this becomes your daily run that you really enjoy. You're running through there multiple times and you run across families that are sitting there trying to grieve a loved one who was just lost and you're just jogging past him. And I feel like blaring your music in your ears, which you can, by the way, you can hear when you, when people are blasting it. Yeah. When people are blasting their earphones loud enough, you can hear it. So I just feel like I'm right there with you. You're right. It is a little disrespectful. Okay,
2: if you're, if you're jogging through, here it is. I'm so irritated by the lack of manners these days. Now that the nicer weather is here, I see people jogging in a beautiful cemetery across the street from my house. This is a sacred place, the final resting spot for our families and neighbors. It's not a gym. This isn't Sunset Park. Oh, I know where,
5: <laughs> I know where
2: they are, too. Oh, okay. That's Palm over on Eastern. I'm sure. Oh. Of, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Sure. I'm not sure there's anything I can do, but I just needed to get this off my chest. I dare people who do this to call you and justify their lack of decency. And don't tell me it's too dangerous to jog on the street. Planet Fitness is 10 bucks a month. Wow. (laughs) Sign up and show some respect.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't do it. It just doesn't feel right. But you're also talking to somebody that when I drive past cemeteries, I hold my breath because I was told a long time ago that it's like the spirits like taking your breath. Like, I feel like anything to do with cemeteries aside from being there is like disrespectful. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Okay. So that was the other question. So can you walk it? Can you walk your dog? No, you can't. do it. No, Yeah, because your dog's going to pee.
5: Your dog doesn't know any better. First of all, it's it just like, oh, grass. Oh. And so it's like, of no, course, it's not Okay. Of-
2: Okay, that's the funniest thing you may have said. Listen, Sparky, you know better. <laughs> We're in a cemetery. Hold it. You need to hold
1: it. Hey. The Jeff Buchanan Show. Waking you up weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m.
4: The only morning show I wake up
1: with. 98.5 KLUC.
2: I feel, I feel kind of bad because I feel like I sound like grumpy old guy. No, I you agree know, with you on that. But I've... I understand the frustration um, that that has come from Jessica It is Yeah, she's just people jog. People jog through the cemetery across the street from her house. Yes. And it, and it, and it just bothers her. And, and I appreciate you reaching out, you know.
5: Yes. At first blush, I agree with you on that. I, th- I think it does look a little disrespectful. To that, Eric, is their final resting place, if you think about it in terms of that, you know?
2: Put it on social. Damn, that's awesome. Karens are the best. <laughs> ah! Okay. Okay. Uh, if I saw somebody, if I saw someone's dog peeing on my dad's grave, it would be kung fu time. By the way, I don't know kung fu. You guys are <laughs> funny today. You guys are awesome. I definitely agree there are plenty of other places to jog. As long as the joggers stick to the pads, I don't really see an issue. It's a low traffic and peaceful place. As for dogs, that's another story. I don't think it's cool to have the animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, again.
5: Someone on the Centennial Toyota text line had a really good, like, exception to the rule. Like, if we're saying that, no, you shouldn't jog there, they said, what if they have a loved one that passed away and is buried there? It's a way for them to jog past every day and take a bow or a nod or whatever. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah. But how, as, as someone that lives
2: across the street, how am I supposed to know that you're seeing a loved one as your jockey third? Well, that's when you go full Kayla and you check, check credentials at the door. <laughs>
1: Las Vegas is waking up with the Jeff Buchanan Show. Weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. 98.5 KLUC. Hey,
2: let's do a 177 second survey. There's something that popped up yesterday in the news. Just random, you know, weird stuff. Yeah. That I need answers to. <gasps> okay. Did you ever sleep with a stuffed animal? Oh. Uh, when you were a yes. kid? Yeah, she several. Sure you did. I think every kid. Several.
5: Yeah. Still I, ha-
2: do you still have
5: them? I still have Grandma Bear. She's my favorite. It was from my grandma when she passed away. I got it, so Grandma Bear.
2: I have one addition. I have my mom's hand-me-down bear.
5: Oh. Never get rid of it.
2: It's still in my office. Yeah. yeah it's in my office. I see it every day. Yeah. Um, thanks to my wife. She decided to prop. She propped it up there. I was like, your oh, wife that's is so cool. thoughtful. I love yeah, that. Yeah, she's good. She's a good one. I don't deserve her. She's way better <laughs> than what she's way better than what I deserve. But um, yeah, so here's the deal. At Sharon Tickets, uh 702-364-9898, color number 25. Uh, yeah, I have one other question re- regarding the, the stuffed animal that you slept with as a child. Okay. And the stat that I saw yesterday blew my Mind. You're adults, people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I need it to be Friday. I'm glad it's Friday. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a little frustrated today, and I don't know why. I just am. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Let's do a 177 second <laughs> survey right now. Good luck.
1: On 98.5 KLUC.
2: <laughs>
4: it's
2: noisy where Hannah Lester I is. i right? Hannah Lester of the Southwest. Have, Hi, good morning. Do you have a flat tire? <laughs> Sounds like you have a flat tire. That's, do you have a square tire? Is that what's going on? That's really funny. Uh, no, I'm on the, I'm on the <laughs> Well That's awesome. Everything's good, though? You're good? You're good? Yes. Happy Friday. Um, yes. Your 177-second survey starts right now. I saw a thing that I find hard to believe. 77% of adults... Still sleep with a stuffed animal or a security blanket from their childhood? Come on, man. Do you do? Okay, wait. Do you do that?
5: <laughs> no, I actually gave mine to my kids. Oh, that's sweet. That's very sweet. Kayla, do you? you I don't said sleep you had with Grandma of- Bear. No. I don't sleep with Grandma Bear or Christmas Ralphus. I just leave huh. them in the office.
2: That's an even better question. <laughs> did your did your stuffed animal have a name? Yes, Anna Lester. Uh,
5: yes, Mr. Tiger. <laughs> we were so <laughs> clever as kids. What do you want to name him? Well, he's a tiger. What do you want to name him? Mr. Tiger.
2: No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think mine had a name. I just think it was bear. I think it was a bear.
5: That's bear is a name. That's fine.
2: Um although my grandmother so you say it was old school. It was my mom's. Yeah. Um and it had like and it had like buttons. You know they were just jabbed into its face for <laughs> eyes. Sure. You know with the wire on the back of it it was jabbed in there, but they kept coming out. Oh. You know as as the bear got older, they kept coming out. So my grandmother, who was an excellent seamstress, sewed um like googly eyes On the bear at one at some point, and it known it was a little traumatic for a while.
5: I think because they just kept moving (laughs) around, and you're like, it was a little it was a little frightening for a while. (laughs) That's funny.
2: And then and then it turned out okay. Do you believe this? Do you believe this thing? That 77 percent of adults, actual honest to god adults, sleep with sleep with stuffed animals from their childhood.
5: Yes, I do believe that. Do you know? I don't know anyone that sleeps with their childhood stuffed animal though I don't know
4: anyone but it it doesn't surprise me <laughs>
5: <No>. that's literally <laughs> saying out of like the three of us that like yeah. at odds would say one of us does that none of us do yeah, it yeah out of
2: four people that no, out of four yeah that out of four people three of them do it
5: yeah
2: um, and then in your head are you envisioning the people that you think do it <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> yes maybe it's not the one from okay is there anybody who's willing to admit that
5: I don't think so. If they do, you know they hide it underneath their pillow. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I make the bed in the morning, and you you stuff it under your pillow like you do with your jammies. Or maybe it's their blanket, and they don't want to tell you. They just pretend it's a new blanket. That's fair.
2: Oh, yeah. What do you think is more likely, the blankie or the animal? I think the blankie. I,
5: a blanket yeah I have seen this I, I, my friend has it stitched into her quilt that goes in the end of her bed she had the childhood blanket sewn into it so when she pulls up the blanket her nightie's there too so she always has it I'm like oh that's true
2: that's weird I, I
5: agree with you I wasn't saying I was proud I of my friend but yeah it's yeah
2: and that one thing took up the whole 177 second survey do you have anything fun planned for the weekend
6: uh, no, I am a teacher that teaches summer school, so I'm going to uh, lay by the pool. I think.
2: Make that money, girl. Make that
6: money, Make huh? That yeah. money,
2: yes. Girl. <laughs> no, that's fun. Go nights, go, and uh, have a great weekend, and then have fun at uh, at Sharon when that comes around.
6: Oh, thank you so much,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Vegas, how you with me out there? Welcome to the Chet Buchanan Show. Woo-hoo!
2: I did it again. Oh no! I did it again. You know? Did what you I, bond? Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. But I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm. If I can be full. If I'm full backup here. Okay. But this sucks. This sucks, Natalia. Straight up, this sucks. We've talked about this. Okay. This sucks. This whole thing. It's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Because it hurt. How scale of scale of one to. Scale of one two, I'm gonna start bawling right now. How close are you to crying right this moment?
5: <laughs>
2: a six. A six, maybe. A seven, eight, and a half.
5: That sounds like a like a seven to me, honestly. Yeah.
2: No, because no, this is hard. All right, tell Kay, Kayla's not fully we I mean, we obviously we saw your email, but she's not full on uh, in on and neither is anybody else. Natalia, Natalia has a tried and true. I, I realize that we've, this, this comes up a lot. Sure. I don't know that we've ever done a relationship rehab on it. And so oh. Natalia, Natalia just happens to be right place, right time. So you and your ex, uh, two daughters, right?
4: Yes. My ex-husband and I have two beautiful daughters. Uh-huh. And one is 14, and the other one's only 12.
2: Yeah, and obviously they're beautiful. They're yours.
4: <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. It's from Obvious. me, not from him.
2: We've never met Natalia. <laughs> that's right thank god they look like their mother
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm so proud of them
2: (laughs) yeah and uh and he he remarried
4: he did yeah eight months ago and you know they've been together for like two years before Mm -hmm. they got married so it was all right i guess
2: what's your story you got remarried uh what'd you say three years ago
4: yeah about three years ago and uh you know he's he's okay with it, and I'm okay with his marriage too. We sure. we get along, and we do it for the kids.
2: Sure, thank God somebody took uh, that problem off your hands. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, I'm snarky. You know,
4: but man. other than that, I I have no reason to talk to him. I'm I'm not married for him, with him for a reason, and and I'm really just doing this just for our babies. That's it. Sure,
1: sure.
2: Um, so now to get to now to get to the meat of it. As Kayla adjusts her microphone. You can tell she's saying Kayla's it's, Kayla settled into the for the long haul. Go yeah. ahead, readjust. Are you good? Okay,
5: just sense to move a lot. Okay, I Kayla's, mean, there ready.
2: okay Kayla's ready. So, um, what was the deal? Didn't you tell me dance recital?
5: So, our
4: daughters they both do ballet and they both just had a dance recital just a few weeks ago. Yep. And the most hurtful thing happened. Oh, So I'm, like, standing there, and all of a sudden I hear my oldest, the 14-year-old, I hear her call the stepmom, Mom.
5: Oh, like, no. I literally
4: tried so hard not to start crying right there. It hurts so bad. Like, even just, like, remembering it right now is, like, sure. killing me. I'm their mother, guys. Like, why would she call her Mom? They just met her.
6: I,
2: mm. It's just do, bad. Do, I mean, I like this yeah. woman.
4: I,
5: I don't mind her. Yeah. I just think but, this is really like extremely inappropriate. Have you said anything to your ex? Well, well, oh, sorry. slow, slow
2: yeah. down with that first. Do your, do your daughters uh, do your daughters call your husband dad?
4: No, and I made sure that that did not happen. Like, I don't do it on my side. Why is he allowing it on his side? It's yeah. not fair. Uh,
2: you don't sound like the type that would just let this go by. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't, I don't know.
4: No, 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 no. I definitely didn't let it go by.
2: So what, so what has happened?
4: So, okay, so the next day, the first thing I said to him, I was like, hey, listen, that woman, your your wife, that is not their mom. I told him I had to, like, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. And I don't know, like, he thinks it's not a big deal. And he thinks it's healthy and that most co-parent relationships do it this way. (laughs) I completely disagree. (sighs) And my biggest fear here is that like these girls, he's going to eventually push them away from me. I'm their mother. Like uh, she shouldn't be calling another woman, mom. There's only one mom. I birthed them, not her.
2: Right. And if you say something to the girls, that could be, that could also blow up in your face.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're old enough to like, be like, oh, mom, like, what are you doing? Like, she's a nice woman. Like, are you just being mean? Because, you know, they're like becoming teenagers now, so.
2: I was a step, it was a long time ago. Guys, 20 years ago now.
5: What did they call you?
2: Uh, we'll get to that in a second. I, I have some insight. I have some insight on this. Um, and I'm sure other people have opinions as well. So, um, we're sorry. We're really sorry, but let us, uh, you know, you know how this works. We'll grab some calls. We'll grab some texts and.
4: Okay. Thank you.
2: I'll say this. You may be stuck. You may be, you just may be a touch stuck here. You know what I mean? Like the door. Maybe a little late to shut that horse might already be out. Yeah. Barn, barn door. You can shut the barn door now, but the horse may already be running. This, this my mom. That's used to say and I really don't know what that means. Um, I get it. Yeah. Try to have a good weekend. It's so, it's so hard. It really hurts, though. Yeah, well, hey, just remember this. You said this a number of times. You were their mother, and they love you. Do your daughters love you?
4: They do. They love me so much, and we have a
2: great relationship. Well, see? And 12 and 14, that's, man, you can't beat that. <laughs> you can't beat that. No. Your time's coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hang in there. You're the best. Have a great weekend. Thanks, oh, thanks guys. See, I, my heart breaks. I know. You can just hear it in her voice. Yeah. I, I guarantee there's, there's more than a few that have been in this spot. How do you handle it? She, uh, the daughters, her daughters, are calling their stepmom mom. What do you do? What do you do? (laughs) It's, yeah, it's tough. I have a number of memories that are just, that are flooding back. Um, Yeah, we'll get into all of it in a second. We'd love to hear from you. 702-364-9898. You can call or you can text.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Jeff Buchanan Show. Oh my God, you know what I want. 98.5 KLUC.
2: That sucks. Natalia's Natalia's daughters are calling her... Natalia's daughters are calling her ex's new wife, newish wife. They've been together for, you know, a couple, three years. Um, They're calling her mom. And Natalia heard it, and it stabbed her in the freaking heart. And of course it did. Of of course it did. I'd imagine. And of course it should. And then, uh, hey, Sam, you've been on both sides of this.
6: I have definitely been on both sides of this. Um, So my daughter started calling her stepmom mom when she was very early. And I think you just have to look at it in a different way of be very thankful and grateful that your daughters have somebody that they feel so much love and support from that they feel comfortable enough to call her mom. And on the opposite side, being a bonus mom to my bonus son is that he recently just started calling me mom and we um have been together for a few years we recently just got married but um my husband's ex was talking to my mother-in-law and she had mentioned that her son was calling me mom and i felt terrible I was like, I don't ever want to take that away from somebody, but I'm so thankful that he loves me that much that he can say that to me. So it's just having a discussion like, okay, let's not say that maybe in front of your mom, and let's just use those words in our house, but I don't know. I see it both sides. Just I think yeah. you just need to be so happy that they love her so much that they feel comfortable, because I don't think that's a discussion that you have with your children, like, call them mom, call them dad. It's when they feel comfortable, and they just do it naturally.
2: You're, uh, that was the nat- you brought up a good thing at the end and she kind of glossed over it a little bit, but, um, that's a tough spot because then if you, if you do jump in, I mean, uh, it's sadly her husband's, her husband's probably, or her ex is probably right that it is healthy. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, to your point, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I I don't, I don't.
6: Yeah. It's, it's, I'm grateful for it on my daughter's then. With my bonus son, I'm thankful that he feels comfortable. But I don't, you know, I don't want to insult her because I am not his mother. You're right; I did not give birth to him, but I love him like he's my son.
2: Yeah, right, right. And and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I can tell you this: I didn't. I've never loved anything more in this world than I loved those girls oh. when I was a step.
4: That's yeah, and it, and it sucks. There's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with extra love.
2: And we uh, <laughs> we don't have a relationship now and that's i just kind of let that be what that is and i and i don't i don't think it's any anybody's i think it's just awkward you know absolutely uh,
4: yeah it yeah. was
2: it was hard for the younger one for the younger one it was hard it was hard for her dad it was hard and she and i were tight and so, and it was hard for her dad and i know that and i respect that so that's kind of where i've just let that be what it is You know what I mean? That's Uh, fair, yeah.
5: Yeah. Respecting the boundaries. Try
2: to be the adult, I guess. Um, Samantha, have a great weekend. (laughs) Thank you. We'll see you. Hey, um, is it Bree? Hi, Bree. Hi. Hey, so you're the stepmom. What do the kids call you?
7: Yeah, so um, he actually calls me Bree. He, um, which I am completely 100% love, you know, I told him when we first met, I've been with his dad for maybe four years now, and um, I know his whole situation with his mom, his mom's not completely in the picture, so uh, when we first kind of started living together, I did sit down and talk with her, and um, I asked her, you know, every mom, I'm a mom with uh, his half-brother, Um, Every mom wants to have that security like you're the only mom, you know, and um, I try to give that to her. I sat her down and I said, listen, I know I'm not his mom. I'm not going to try to be his mom, um, but I am there for him as a mother figure for the rest of his life. You know, Um, he has recently, you know, every once in a while he'll call me mom. Um, I don't correct him because that's just how he feels, you know? He feels safe with me. He feels that um, I'm the mother figure in his life and he's happy to be in a situation that we are, you know? Um, my advice to her would be, you know, sitting her down, sitting the step-mom down and talking about the issues that she has and um, try to come up with some kind of compromise, you know, like a nickname like I have. Yep. You know what I mean? That only he can call her.
2: Dude. Yeah, that's that's what we did. That's what we ended up doing in the end. But
5: I think it helps when you have the conversation early, right? Like you you yeah. establish the conversation we'll before. Jump, we'll
2: jump to that in a second. Um, Jolie in Spring Valley, you're you're the mom in this situation.
5: I
0: am the mom in this situation. Not
2: in this particular, so you're not Natalia. Well, no. Yeah, no, yeah, not this situation, <laughs> but a similar situation.
0: Yes. Um, so you know the saying, it takes a village. Yep. And I believe in that. So my son's father, um, met his now wife about maybe five years ago and it's all good and dandy. And I have heard him call him mom in the past and it did kind of sting, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? He's comfortable with her and my ex, you know, obviously loves this woman, um, I'm gonna make sure that, you know, he can, I'm not gonna say anything to him. Um, Because again, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, But she did one time in front of me tell him, hey, like, I know you call me mom, but don't ever forget that she is your mother. I'm your second mom, I'm your second mom, and I will make sure that you're well taken care of, but at the same time, she's your mother don't ever forget that she's number one and i really appreciated that because i'm like you know what you're right like thank you so much for saying that and i really appreciate it like it it it's just again it takes a village to raise a child and my child's wild and crazy
2: (laughs) no and that's (laughs) by the way that's dope and she was doing that for you and not for the kid she was doing that for you what a gift that was that was very generous um
0: yeah so in the case of Um, was it Natalia, Um, I would suggest that, you know, she does sit down with um, stepmom and, you know, let her feelings out. I don't believe she should feel so hurt um, because that's just her kids feel comfortable with her. I mean, now I have a fiance and my son calls him dad and it's the same situation with his father. And I said, look, You know, he calls your wife, mom. He calls my fiance, dad. Like we've been together for almost six years and he feels comfortable with him. So don't feel bad.
2: I don't know that the adults need to talk about it. I don't okay, that's, that's just fair. for me, for me I, but, and she's going to feel, here's the thing, Natalia, Natalia can feel as hurt as she wants to feel. And she, and she's going to, no matter what either one of us say, Charlie, <laughs> no matter what right. either one of us say, but, um, but that's a, you, you know, that's a, her problem. That's a Natalia problem. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a kid problem. And, you know. <gasps> That's the, uh, that's as long as everybody's got everybody. I wish though, Jolie, I wish that you were good, that you would have called and you would have said, I am the mom in this situation. And I hate that Natalia. That me. I hate her. <laughs> Three, two,
1: Chet Buchanan Show, waking you up weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 KLUC.
2: Here's the thing about any of these relationship rehabs is I don't know that there's any hard and fast answer for anything. Um, Natalia's Natalia's uh, got an ex... They've got two kids together, ages twelve and fourteen. They were at the they were at one of the dance one of the daughters' dance recital a couple of weeks ago, and the oldest one called the stepmom "mom," and it tore, it tore Natalia's heart out. And of course, it did. Of course, it rightfully did. rightfully so. Of course, it did. Um, and she was upset about it and felt it was inappropriate. Uh, so, just my my two cents. A, if that's already happening, that ain't the first time. <laughs> You know what yep. I mean. So it's it's been a while. So you know what? Yeah, I've suck it up on this one a little bit. I get it. I get it that it that it hurts. It's I forget who the first Samantha said. Be thankful. Be thankful that they love her because how many times have we heard the story about the step monster and how do you you exactly. know and, and how the step is horrible and that they're you know and they they resent the kids and and all of that kind of stuff. Um so, be so. I guess be thankful is that that would be the only advice. And the rest of it, who cares? I mean, yeah, it sucks. Yes, it sucks. But, um, luckily, when I was a step, the, the girls, the girls actually, I forget how it, I forget how it went down, but I know that they, they came to me. I remember we were sitting on the stairs. It was the weirdest thing. It was, it was just so, the whole thing was like an out-of-body experience almost. Because we were sitting on the stairs and the two of them were like, what do we call you? We feel like we should call you something. Okay, and and they came up and they came up with with Papa, which I realized for a lot of people is like Grandpa, <laughs> but but they wanted to do uh, they wanted to do a you know Dad's not right because they've got dads. but a
5: name of some sort other than Chet, I get and they, that, and they had dads, yeah,
2: yeah, and the whole Chet thing was probably you know that probably wasn't right, you know, because they were little little, and um, yeah, and they ended up and and it was and it was Papa for forever, and I and I loved that. Loved it, enjoyed it, M- at times miss it. Sure. You know, because like I said, they were, that's the, and by the way, not to get this too deep, but that's the part about when you get divorced, <laughs> that sucks is you got to split everything, including the relationship.
5: Exactly. And
2: it's, yeah, and it blows. I, in fact, the, the, the all of the emotion that I had in that situation all came out one day when it was that, when it was the day before the dog had to leave. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) I'm going to miss you so much. Oh, my God. Centennial Toyota text line 702-364-9898.
5: This woman is being petty and immature. She is the mother. No one can take that away from her. If her daughters feel comfortable enough to call the stepmom mom, then to me, it reflects that she treats them as a mother. She yeah. should be thankful and proud of her daughters for extending the love.
2: I can't, I can't, I'll I'll fight you, I'll fight you on the idea that Natalia isn't supposed to feel the way that she feels. Yes. That's just, <gasps> now moving, for, moving forward, can you put your, can you put a stop to it? Can you, can you put your foot down? Hey, look, you're not, those daughters though, are not going to come to me, you know what I mean? If I'm Natalia, you're not going to come to me and call the stepmom mom. No. You know, you're not going to you're not going to call her bonus mom, other mom, nothing like that. that. You can put the rules down in your own house, but that you but you can't. I I think that again, I think the horse is already out the barn. I
5: do feel like there's an underlying like something to it, though, because she says that she gets along with her ex for the sake of the kids. And that, and that to me really stuck out. Uh, I'm like, does, is that really what you have an uh, issue? Like, I feel like you have an issue with the, with the ex and the, and the new wife more than you have an issue with this. And and this is just like uh, the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing.
2: uh, That stuff, that stuff manifests itself after a while, like, like, okay, again, my, my ex's husband with the youngest with the that was the father of the youngest one I don't need to get into all the details right now but let's <laughs> just uh there were there were more than one but they but um he and I were pretty tight uh, originally yeah. until as those of you longtime listeners of this show will remember at one point I moved to Portland and we pulled up the whole family and went and we and we yeah um, she wanted to take, she wanted to take the daughter and we, and we had to go to court. Oh, wow. And it, yeah. And it ran, it ruined and it ruined our relationship, you know, and um, my relationship with her father, as you might imagine, it ruined it.
1: I'd like, imagine in, fact, in
2: fact, I'm not even sure we've spoken since then, maybe once or twice. And I love him. One of my favorite, one of my, uh, just what a great guy, what a fantastic guy and what a great dad. and, 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 um, but I
5: imagine that's hard when you're taking the kid away. There's, there's, oh, it, it causes, a, oh yeah. Oh, it's
2: horrible. In retrospect, in retrospect, yeah, 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 I mean, it was the right move, but it wasn't the right move. That's fair. You know,
5: the rest of the Centennial Toyota text line is actually, aside from that one text, is actually very empathetic towards yeah. Natalia saying, yeah. I hope she finds peace, but yeah. she needs to see nothing wrong with this. That's
2: the answer. Yep. That's the answer. Thank God. Thank God the step loves them like you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's just. This uh, is a good thing. The rest of it. The, yeah. The rest of it's just no dressing. Sure. Painful. Window, uh, yeah. dressing, <laughs> but window dressing. Ladies and gentlemen. guess
1: how you with me out there? Welcome to the Jeff Buchanan Show.
2: Woo-hoo! Man, no pressure. If you're getting ready for a date this weekend, my God. Apparently it takes, can you believe this takes, well, no, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it takes less than 20 minutes for the average American to know if they want a second date.
5: That makes perfect sense.
2: Yeah, I I, I can probably
5: decide within the first five minutes if I want a second date usually. Same. Yeah.
2: Same. Physical appearance important to 44% of respondents. The other 60, what is that, 65, 66% are lying. <laughs> You're a lion. Greater value placed on manners personality, and conversational skills. You're all liars. If you don't think they're hot, you're not. I'm on some level. Sure. You're out.
5: Exactly. I will say that the first five minutes, usually on a date, you're like at a bar or meeting for a drink, even if it's like coffee or whatever. The first five minutes places a lot of emphasis because that's when you see people's natural tendencies take over. So you walk up and they go, do you want me to order a drink for you? Or uh, what would you like? What do you prefer? Do you like tequila? Stuff like that. like And you know immediately if that's how your v- vibe is. I'm
2: glad you brought that up. Results found that 53% would be turned off if somebody brought up sex <laughs> on a first date. Uh, younger respondents more likely to agree. Uh, Gen Z was more turned off by that than Gen X was. Really? Yeah. Uh, Religion and exes also revealed to be taboo topics for a first date, with about half the panel finding them to be a red flag. Although I will tell you, uh, a lot of times religion is the, that's the binder. Yes, you know for I a mean? lot you of find folks, like-minded, you find like-minded. And the X but, thing
5: is like, if you're going on a date with maybe someone that's been a friend for a while, that's not taboo. You can talk about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you But all it's know. very select.
2: Yeah, you all know. You probably bonded over that too, over the trashing <laughs> of the X. Uh The survey looked beyond first dates and delved into partner compatibility, especially when it comes to sustainability. Man, that's a lot of official sounding terms for <laughs> just trying to get some. Seventy-four percent are more likely to go on a first date with somebody, if they're thought to be sustainable, man, I used to give my buddy a hard time for this because he would literally, he would go on, he'd meet some girl for coffee and go, oh, I don't know. I think there's something there. And I'd be like, slow down, Turbo.
5: But... You've already said that you've made a decision within the first like five to 10 minutes of the dates that you used to go on. So yeah. I don't what's the difference. No,
2: there's a big difference between second date and forever. That's,
5: you know that's what very I mean? true. I don't
2: know. There could be something here. It's like, oh my God, do you even know her middle name yet? Yeah, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> It's the Jeff
1: Buchanan Show. When I'm going to work, dropping the kids to school. Every morning. On 98.5 (laughs) KLUC.
2: Okay, you got to tell. Kayla just came back from the bathroom looking mortified. You have to tell, um, was it Mercedes that walked in on you while you were playing porn on your phone? I wasn't playing (laughs) porn. (laughs) I wasn't playing porn on my phone. You were playing porn on your phone. Not really. What happened?
5: I... (laughs) Like most people had like a clip playing on my phone and they put it in my pocket and, like, didn't think twice about it kind of thing because it was just playing, and I was going to the bathroom. But the second, like, I pull it out, and then the second that it gets to, like, an inappropriate spot on the clip, it was like somebody was working out, but it didn't sound like they were working
2: yeah, out. Yeah, it sounded
5: like porn. It doesn't like, yeah, yeah. And then somebody walked in right when that happened. So porn I'm porn, and
2: you're trying to pass it off as no, working out. No, it wasn't. I,
5: pro- I, I have no shame in my game. You know that, and I would tell you if that was the case. It's not. Like, it was just very, the timing was horrendous. So somebody walks in. This sound is playing. I'm scrambling to turn my phone off, and then at that point, I'm like, "Okay, I got the sound off, but the damage is done." And someone's in there, and so I just <laughs> stayed in did the stall. Laugh? <laughs> no, I'm quiet now. And then whoever it was was in the other stall, and they did. And then I stayed in the stall. And they did their business, and then they got out and took their time washing their hands, I'd like to point out. They took a long time washing their hands, and I just stayed in the stall. I stood in the stall. It wasn't even, like, sitting at the toilet, like, oh, something's happening. I stood in there, like.
2: Not the whole time.
5: No, I just was so embarrassed. I didn't want to come out. And so they left, and then I waited another two minutes. Oh, because you
2: know that they would be able to look through the crack and see who you were.
5: Exactly. So then I waited another, after they left the bathroom, I waited another two minutes in the stall because I didn't want to, like, go out, wash my hands, and then leave. And then they were, like, in the hallway talking to somebody, and they're like, that's who it was. So (laughs) it was just super embarrassing. And now I'm telling the story, so now all of our coworkers know it was me anyway. Okay,
2: here's the deal. There's, like, three women in this building right now, (laughs) tops anyway, so it's not that hard to figure out.
3: Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Good
1: morning.
3: This is the Champion Buchanan Show on
1: 98.5 KLUC.
2: Fun fact for you, while I harbor a great fantasy of doing this one day, I've never done karaoke.
5: Never once. You've never gotten up and sang karaoke and no microphone. Not once. Really? Do you know what your karaoke song would be if you do do karaoke?
2: Maybe, but I feel feel weird talking about it. (laughs) I don't know why. I kind of
5: want to take you to do karaoke now because I'm curious about your selection. Do you think you would go like country or rock?
2: Probably. Probably country. (laughs) I don't know why. I just probably would. Because everyone does think, country. Well, and it's you know, and there's more boy songs. You know what I'm saying? Where there's it's boys, fair. and they get, yeah, and you can kind of deep voice it, and you don't have to. There was a thing. It's so funny. TikTok was arguing. This has been going on all week. Um, some guy with three million followers posted his top five karaoke songs. Oh. He didn't rank them. You know, he didn't rank them. But uh, since you've been gone, by Kelly Clarkson,
5: solid. I hear that one like a lot at karaoke. Difficult.
2: You know, like the the verse would be easy, but the chorus. No. But if everybody goes along with you, Respect by Aretha Franklin. No. Come on, Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners. I hear that one maybe. a lot. Okay, maybe. Uh, Island in the Sun by Weezer. I don't even know what that is. Uh, and then finally, uh, It's the End of the World as We Know It by REM. But here's the deal. you got to memorize that one. Otherwise, you botch it. Yes. If you're trying to keep up with the words on the screen, it's kind of like we didn't start the fire. If you didn't, I've seen somebody botch that too. They thought they'd be able to do it but they didn't know they didn't have it memorized yes so they're trying to follow the words on the screen and yeah it's not good
5: the other one that will mess you up if you go do it is lady marmalade don't do lady marmalade at carrie arc because everyone thinks they know it like you know that part maybe but the rest of it you don't know the rest of the words and someone and it's a very long song it's like four and a half minutes Don't do that one.
2: By the way, last fall, Billboard ranked their 100 best karaoke songs of all time. None of those ones that we mentioned were in their top 10. Really? So It's totally subjective. What's your (laughs) go-to?
5: I always do Reba McIntyre, Fancy. is my only song that I do. It's Ah. literally the only one, but the extended version. That sounds
2: like something your mother sang to you in the car when you were a child, I believe. Uh, The Billboard list had Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain, number one. Guys, yeah, but you know what? Then guys do that because yeah. they think they're being funny. Yes, and I, yeah, whatever. It's funny. Uh, I want it that way by Backstreet Boys. That makes a lot of sense. I will survive by Gloria Gaynor seems cliche. Bohemian Rhapsody. Who wants to be there that long? That's
5: because of the Queen movie that came out. I, I guarantee no, you, I'm it had with a
2: teddy on that and Wayne's World. Yeah. from back in the day. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley oh. Cooper. Shallow is the song that people do when they think they're a really good singer, but Stop they're not doing that song. I guarantee it. That's fun. All right. Well, you know what? You do what you want. Knock back a couple of shots and get up there and just let it fly. <laughs> do your thing. Coming up in
1: moments on the
2: Chip Buchanan Show. The more you know before we go. I love Deadpool because I love Ryan Reynolds. You know, all that kind of stuff. You thing.
5: even like Deadpool too? Okay.
2: Yeah, I actually did like okay. Deadpool too. I enjoyed Deadpool 2 because because I love Ryan Reynolds.
5: That's fair. That is um,
2: fair. You know in the but in the first one, when Ryan Reynolds is wearing the T-shirt with B. Arthur's face, that <laughs> yes. does not come without a price, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, it does not. And it, I don't want to say it's shocking how much they they paid for him to be able to do it, but it's I wouldn't have guessed it. Um, we'll tell you about it in just a minute. Hang on.
1: The Chet Buchanan Show. I listen in the mornings on ninety-eight point five K L U C.
2: So, more you know before we go. Apparently, I don't. I don't know if this is true or not. But apparently, London's subway system is somewhat safer, less problematic. How they, so? They don't have they don't have as many problems as they do in other major cities in other major subway systems. They play classical music in more than 60 of their stations to deter bad behavior. And apparently it works. They've used it for 20 years, since 2003, which is also frightening when they say 20 years since 2003. You're like, (laughs) wait a minute, 2003 wasn't 20 years ago? So I don't know which part of that story is more amazing.
5: That's so interesting, though.
2: The marijuana that they use in research study legally has to come from a lab at the University of Mississippi. My guess is for control purposes, oh, so sure. it's all the same all the time. But apparently, uh, the University of Mississippi weed is uh, quite weak.
5: Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so we understand. Mm.
2: Interesting. I don't know. I don't partake, so I don't know. Sudoku may sound Japanese, right? It does? I always thought Sudoku was Japanese. Absolutely. French. Oh. Originally invented in France in the late 19th century. It got its name when a company in Japan started publishing the puzzles and called them Sudoku in 1986.
5: Oh, that's so, so the fascinating. The Japanese just
2: renamed it and everybody went, yeah, it seems right. It seems, it seems yeah. right. Uh, The producers of Deadpool uh, had to pay for Ryan Reynolds to be able to wear a t shirt with B. Arthur's face on it in the movie. You'd imagine that would happen. Yeah. Do you know how much they had to pay?
5: I don't, I don't, I think they're going to be real, a lot yeah, or like, it.
2: no. It seems like a lot to me, but the more I think about it, it's not that.
5: T-shirt, specific. I will say they paid $1,000.
2: $10,000. No. $10,000. to To be able to put it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you, hey, you want B. Arthur, pay up. Pay hey, up. Buddy. That's, uh, the more you know before we go, and, and by the way, now when you see uh, Deadpool this weekend on TBS, you can point out to your friends. Hey, see that T-shirt? Ten grand. Don't be amazed. Um, Kayla's got a joke.
5: What are the two words that can open a lot of doors for you?
2: punchline to that joke is all that's standing between you and a weekend. I want you to be aware of that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll get the answer in just a minute. The Chep Buchanan Show. Good morning. This is the Chep Buchanan Show
1: on 98.5 KLUC. All
2: right, look, Friday, we got a Knights game to prepare for. Go Knights go. Go Knights go. Game number one of the Stanley Cup finals. Obviously, like we got to tell you that. (laughs) Honestly, like we got to tell you that. But before we go, Kayla's got a joke.
5: What are the two words that open a lot of doors for you? Two words. It
2: opens so many doors. All all I can think of is open sesame, which is, you know, know, old school, whatever. Yeah, I don't know.
5: No, push and pull.
2: Push and pull. (laughs) Sure. Have a spectacular weekend. Seriously. Here's what's really funny. I know when game one is. And you know I'm a a hockey guy. You're a
5: hockey nerd, I know when game
2: one is. I don't know when game two is. I'm worried. I'm focused right now, as are the rest of us. Go Knights go. Have an amazing weekend. We love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you Monday.